what's going on guys and happy sunday to everybody i hope you guys had a great week i know i talked to you guys on thursday so i hope your friday was really um went really well and your saturday as well um i know things are kind of kind of getting back to normal to where you can at least go out and kind of start doing some of those things you used to do you know with uh you know, keeping your mask on or wearing your mask till you get in the restaurant and being able to take it off at the table. Um, but at least we're able to go outside. Okay. Um, but like I told you guys on Thursday, today we were just going to talk about the draft um, that is on Thursday. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, my team is Atlanta Falcons. We've got the number four pick and hopefully we don't fumble the bag on our pick. Okay. Because with a Falcon Falcons, we Falcon, okay? And if you're Atlanta fan, you know exactly what I mean by that. Um, anywho, um, so I'm just really going to talk about some of the picks in the first round because um, I know the draft does go from Thursday and it ends on Saturday. Um, and I'm not definitely not going into it that deep. Um, and then, you know, I have my Thirsty Thursday episode. So if anything changes between now and then, we might we might touch on it again. Uh, but I told you I don't want to sports you guys to death, but we're definitely talking about this NFL draft. Um, and basically, it's just a little mock draft that we're talking about here today. But we're going to go ahead and let's get into it. All right, guys, so we're just going to jump right into it and, you know, we're going to start with, like I said, with the first round pick and the first round pick, you know, and of course, and of course, we're going to talk about today kind of what we already have set for, you know, what's already set in motion um, as far as who gets picks and things like that. Um, the obvious, I guess, number one choice um, is going to go to Clemson's quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I typically don't watch ACC football because I feel like the ACC is weak. Like, the only team that's in there is Clemson. Um, and, obviously, they played Ohio State in the, in the semis, uh, in the playoffs this year, and were beat by them. Um, and Trevor didn't look that great to me. Um, I didn't think he looked that great against um, – who was the freaking uh, – that team that went undefeated? LSU. Um, when they played LSU, not last year, but the year before, I just – I don't know. In big games. He kind of went to sleep to me, but I, I guess, like I said, I'm not a real big, like real big on the NFL and things like that. But I, I'm assuming a lot has to do with um, his accuracy, his height, um, I, I guess his IQ of the game, um, things like that, which makes him the, the top pick. Um, so I guess we'll see um, him going to Jacksonville at number one. Um, because Jacksonville was absolute trash last year. And and the Falcons were bad, but they were absolute trash. Uh, they were 1-15. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it brings me joy when other teams are worse than the Falcons. I'm sorry. That might make me a horrible person, but oh well. All right, then you got number two, num uh, New York Jets. Uh, they were bad, too. They were 2-14 last year. Um, this spot, to me, should have gone to – um, Justin Fields, but for some reason his stock is like dropping, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but they are saying, you know, it, it, that second pick might go to Zach Wilson, who is also a quarterback. 
um, out of BYU. Um, we'll see. But that's that's pretty much where people are leaning, right? And um, it does say that the Jets are, are in need of a quarterback. Um, so we'll see what they pick. But that's that's what we're leaning towards. Number three um, is going to be San Francisco. And, again, this is was another toss-up between um, Justin Fields and Trey Lance. But people think Justin Fields has dropped and that's, that the spot is going to Trey Lance. All right? Um, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like that 3-4 pick, I, I feel as though 1-2 and two is pretty solid now. But that 3-4-5 pick, is a little is a little fuzzy. And then of course my boys, ATL Falcons. We was four and twelve last year. That's absolutely terrible and unacceptable for an Atlanta program. Okay? Pull it together. You know we do really well, then we blow it when it counts. Okay? So I'm gonna need y'all at least get ten wins. Okay? But seriously, you know, I I listen, I want I want us to win a championship. Okay. We were so close in my lifetime. And then I don't even I can't talk about it, but you get the point. Falcons. So predicting Justin Fields um, here number four. Now the I felt like our defense was trash this past season. Um, not necessarily just because the talent was bad, but because they were hurt all the time. The offense was hurt all the time. It was always something. Like, how are y'all injured all the time and y'all are professionals? Now, granted, I'm sure that had a lot to do with COVID and what they were or were not doing when quarantine was, like, in full effect and they couldn't do anything. And then they came back to play and a lot of them getting injured. I mean, you see the NBA going into the playoffs, all the top, I mean, like, top guys um, dropping like flies from injuries. But, uh, But basically... Atlanta is trying. This is these are my thoughts on Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a good fit for Atlanta because Atlanta fans are still in that Michael Vick hangover period, right? Michael Vick and Justin Fields, I feel like, are similar players, but Michael Vick might, um, but excuse me, Justin Fields might have a better arm. Of course, Michael Vick had all of the athleticism in the world. And I think he definitely edges Justin Fields there. But Justin Fields is also a dual threat. He's able to run. But he has, he can pass it. I mean, he's got a good arm, right? And the thought process behind that is for Matt Ryan. Because who else would – like? because, like, no matter what people say about Matt Ryan, including myself, because I get upset with him sometimes, statistically, he is one of the top quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Whether you want to hear that or not, he is, right? So who better to learn from than a Matt Ryan? And Matt Ryan's a good dude, okay? I always say that. Even when I get upset with him about football stuff, at the end of the day, I think he's a good dude. Um, I don't have anything negative to say about him um, from from that perspective. So who who better? You know, Matt Ryan, he wasn't an NFL problem child. He, he comes to work gets the job done, and does what he needs to do off the field as well. So that's a great Justin Fields. He's a good kid, doesn't get on, get in trouble. You know, you know, he's never had any incidents when he was at Georgia, never had any incidents when he was at Ohio State. It seems like the kid has a good head on his shoulders. 
a lot of the time that comes from parenting, okay? Because he has a sister that plays softball at Georgia, same type of thing, good kids, right? So you already got a good kid. You're instilling not only the skills that he needs um, for football, it's the skills that he needs to succeed in the NFL, you know, because these kids are going to get thrown a lot of money at them. And it's like, now what do you do with that? And giving an 18, 19 year old kid millions of dollars, they can start wilding out Isaiah Wilson. Anywho, um, that's neither here nor there, but, and then skill wise, just think about the knowledge that he can gain and how much better of a player Justin Fields will be when it's time for Matt Ryan to pass the torch to him. I think that would be a good pickup. I think Kyle Pitts would be a good pickup there, um, but it seems that the Falcons are going to pick for the future, um, even though that defense is looking a little trash and a little sketch, but we'll see. Cincinnati at number five, they were 4-11 and and they had a tie. Seems like they're going to go with Jamar Chase, which is the wide receiver out of LSU. Um, which that was one of their top needs. Um, and I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this. Um, that's the Bengals, the Bengals. Um, what's his name from Georgia? Um, who? AJ Green. He's gone, right? He left. Um, so yeah. And those are big shoes to fill. Although AJ Green is like injury prone. So they're trying to get some young, some young guys in there. Um, but yeah, he did. Um, Chase did a really good job at LSU, especially a year before, year before last. All right. You got number six, Miami. This is where the Kyle Pitts comes into play here. Um, yeah, that's a, you know, I can't stand Florida, but that's a big dude. That's a man. That's a grown man. Right. (laughs) So that would be a decent pickup for them. That would make Miami very dangerous in my opinion. Number seven, Detroit. Um, I don't want to butcher his name. Is he the Panay, Panay Sewell, um, out of Oregon? Um, but it, apparently that's the need that one of the Detroit Lions needs, you know, especially since they've, you know, they've lost their quarterback. So they'll be working, you know, with a new, um, a new quarterback and everything. So, you know, just a revamp, revamp that offensive team. Um, so we'll see what they do there, but that's the projected pick for them. Uh, number eight, Carolina, North Carolina, raise up, (laughs) uh, Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman out of Northwestern. Um, they did something interesting to me with the whole Sam Darnold move. I don't know how I feel about that. What are y'all thoughts on that? I don't know. The verdict is still out for me on Sam Darnold for that one. I'm, I'm going to have to keep my eye on that one. I thought that that would have been a good opportunity for Carolina to pick up like a Matt Jones there. Um, Matt Jones isn't the best quarterback to me. Um, I think he he does what he does within himself. Um, I think he's not athletic at all. Um, and that's because, you know, Georgia has played them, and I wasn't impressed. Um, of course, he was up for Heisman. He's on the, you know what I'm saying, national championship. He was quarterback in the national championship team. Um, he had tons of low, long passes, but when you got a Devontae Smith, come on now. Come on now. 
you can't miss. You know what I'm saying? Get him the ball. So as far as mechanics, okay, he can pass to a wide-open receiver because Devontae Smith, let's be clear, was fast as lightning and was always open, right? His slants, boom, he's gone. You know what I'm saying? So having a Devontae Smith on your team helps your numbers. Um, I don't know. I wasn't really sold on his athleticism, but they did go with Sam Arnold, uh, Sam Darnold there. Um, even though they were in need of the quarterback situation, but they were thinking about going with Rashawn Slater. So we'll see what happens there. Number nine, Denver, Michael Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. Um, the defense, I think that that he would fairly fit into that defensive, especially the defensive coordinator's name. Um, I think his name is Vic. I can't remember his last name. But um, <clears throat> they were pretty decent defensively, and I think adding him will definitely uh, – Help out with that. Uh, number 10, Dallas, Patrick Sertain, the second out of Alabama. Uh, you know, he gave he gave Georgia some problems. He gave some a lot of the SEC teams some problems. Um, so Dallas, um, their defense sucked last year. Now, granted, granted, they beat the Falcons. Yes, I'm going to go back to the Falcons. I don't care if y'all don't like it. And if it gets on your nerves, oh, well. <laughs> the Falcons got beat by a team that never had the lead. Can we? Can you wrap your mind around that? They never had the lead. They lost the game that they led the entire game with zero seconds on the clock. Game over. They win. Dallas wins. I'm still bitter about that, too, because I lost $150 off of that game. I'm hot about it. Anywho. <laughs> Number 11, New York Giants, Devontae Smith, wide receiver. I know a lot of people were saying how small he was, but just like I was just talking about him, little buddy is fast, okay? And if, and if some Georgia fans, if you don't know who Devontae Smith is besides him just being on Alabama, that would be the guy who burned us on third and 22, and he was wide open for a touchdown, and we lost the national championship. So if you don't know Devontae Smith, now you remember him. Okay, but I think that'd be a good pickup for New York. Um, I was thinking he would go higher than 11. I definitely thought Devontae Smith was a top 10 player, but that's just me. Uh, number 12, Philly, 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 Philadelphia, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama. Uh, he was injured, you know, and for some reason he tried to play in the – I think he played in the national championship game a little bit. Um it was tragic because I felt like he wasn't healthy enough to be on the field, but I get, I get it. You know, it's national championship. Your senior year, you came back for it. Um, but I, I'm glad that he uh, is back, and he, um, I'm, I would say he surely should be 90 to at least 100 percent now. Um, I haven't really seen anything about his pro day because I didn't watch the Alabama pro pro day, but um, hopefully he's all back well, and that that's a good pickup for the Eagles. And I would hate to play against him. Good grief, Falcons. <laughs> All right, thirteenth, L.A. Chargers, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Uh, Fourteen, Minnesota, Christian Darasaw, OT, out of Virginia Tech. Um, Fifteen pick, New England, for Mac Jones. Um, I just, mm, I don't, I don't like that. Dude, I'm gonna tell you why I don't like that. Okay. And, and, and again, no shade to him because he did what he needed to do, and he's a national champion, a national champion. So, you know, he did something right. 
But the reason why I don't like that is this. I think Mac Jones needs to come into the league, but he is not a quarterback that needs to come into the league and play immediately, right? Cam Newton is their quarterback. Cam Newton is injury prone. I think he did well, um, as well as you could be. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he played, gave 100% this year with the uh, Patriots. But Cam goes down, Mac Jones is your option. I mean, because truly, I mean, your backup, of course, but Mac Jones, no. I want somebody that's going to come in and that in that for that particular team, New England, somebody needs to come in to be able to start. I don't think Mac Jones is that guy. 16, Arizona. J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. I thought he was really decent. Um, you know, Georgia and South Carolina go at it every year. Um so I think that that'll be a decent um, addition to that, you know, to their uh, defense. Uh, 17, Las Vegas. That's so weird to say now. Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Trevin Morig out of TCU. Number 18, Miami. Quiddy Pay. He's an edge out of Michigan. Michigan, boy, y'all was just tragic. I, I think I don't understand how they don't switch coaches. Somebody tell me what the what the deal is with the coach and why why they don't think that they need to move around with him. Is it because of the number of games he's winning, or is it because is it like a Mark Rick situation where Mark Rick was winning at least? I mean, he was winning games, but he wasn't winning the big games, right? And eventually, you need a coach to win the big games. So I was just curious about that. 19, Washington. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce Jeremiah's last name because I do not want to be disrespectful. And it may be Coromoa out of Notre Dame. Uh, you know, I think Notre Dame is weak. Everybody that knows me knows I think that they're not even in a real conference. Stop it. Um, Chicago, Tevin Jenkins, OT uh, out of Oklahoma State. Now. This next pick, this Indianapolis pick, Aziz uh, Ojolari, he's actually from Georgia. He actually had an excellent bowl game that upped his stock. And I was really like, boy, you need to low-key come back, okay? <laughs> you could be – because if he comes back, that gives Georgia some more depth defensively, and he could build his stock even more, in my opinion. All right, so number 22 is Tennessee. Caleb Farley, Tennessee been doing a lot of things lately. I felt like they were, um, they were pretty. I thought they were pretty good. Um, yeah, but they've released some players, moved some people around. Um, I think the big question mark for them was their secondary. Um, so that that should be a decent, you know, pickup for them. Uh, New York Jets back on the clock, twenty three. Um, Jalen Phillips, uh, edge out of Miami, twenty four is Pittsburgh, Najee Harris, running back. And you know what's so funny? I know they don't – I know it's very rare to pick up a running back early. I know Todd Gurley was um, recently that I can think of uh, one of the higher picks, um, like within the top five. I'm pretty sure he was like top ten. Um, but Najee Harris is good, good. But I guess it just depends on if your team needs that type of deal. But Pittsburgh – I don't know what happened to them. They just kind of imploded at the end of the year. But I think that that would definitely add a spark to their offense. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see because the running back was one of their needs. Um, 25, Jacksonville. Um, Christian Barmer out of Alabama. 
uh, 26 pick Cleveland, Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa, Baltimore, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota, the Saint, the Aints, New Orleans Saints, uh, Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. Ugh, can't stand the Saints. Green Bay, Elijah Moore, wide receiver. I mean, you you get one of the. I mean, he's a he's a decent he's a decent wide receiver. Um, added to uh, what Rodgers can do, they might have another another good year. But I'm gonna need you know they they need to finish. Um, now, I, like I said, you know I'm a Falcons fan, but. It is what it is. I just felt like they should have gone to – I felt like they should have won uh, or at least been in the Super Bowl, I'm going to say that, last year. All right. And then we now we down to the Buffalo Bills. I thought the Buffalo Bills were a really good team last year. They were one of those sleeper teams. Um, so I think that they would uh, – if they add a couple little pieces on defense, they might be all right. So they're projected to get a Joe Tyrone out of uh, Washington, an edge out of Washington. So we'll see. Uh, 31 is Baltimore again, uh, picking up a kid out of Penn State, OA. Uh, and then, ugh, Tampa Bay Bucks picking up Landon Dickerson out of Alabama. They would pick up an Alabama player just to add to their depth. <laughs> but that pretty much concludes the first round. Um, I don't, I don't know. With, I, I think the winner... Out of that is is because you got to really think about it. There's some really good players that weren't in those top picks that I know from the SEC alone. And I'm not trying to hype up the SEC just because I like the SEC because Georgia's in the SEC, but because that's what I watch the most. And come on now, y'all know these other leagues can't for real hold a can't hold a uh, candle to the SEC. It just means more. Y'all just haters, right? Let us have football. Y'all decent in everything else. And there's the other sport, right? <laughs> Let the SEC have football. Um, shoot, and baseball. They pretty decent in baseball, too. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Just let us have it. Let us have it. <laughs> but uh, overall, I, you know, I wish all those guys, you know, the best. Um, I hope that the ones that do get an opportunity take, you know, take the best of it. And, and I'm going to say this. The whole Isaiah Wilson thing, I knew I took a little jab at him earlier. I just pray that those that none of those kids follow in his footsteps. And it appears when you don't have someone to guide you, you just do silly, stupid stuff, especially when you're no shade to you men, okay? But you guys have, like, if you're 19, you really have, like, the mindset of, like, a 16-year-old, right? So he's like a kid. And he's acting like one, but it's like, boy, you for real, you in a whole, you're a whole adult out out here. You you you're beyond the age of eighteen. You're out of college. You are a professional now. Now what? Um, if he did not finish his degree, I think he needs to go back because I think Kirby did a good job at trying to manage who he was as a person. Um, because if you don't remember, Isaiah Whistling had an issue at Georgia, and Kirby kind of gathered him, you know what I'm saying? But he was looking out for him. So I think that maybe Kirby should just kind of let him come back as maybe kind of to do something, right, and for them to train him. Like, you don't you don't get to leave campus. You get to come here. You're going to work out. You're going to go through drills with the rest of these guys. 
if, if that's legal, because you know NCAA is weird about all that stuff. But at least you're going to work out. If the team, when the, if we can't work out with the team, once the team is done with it, with teams in practice, you need to be in here working out. We're gonna put you on a meal plan. We're gonna get you back in shape, and you're gonna finish school. Cause he left his junior year, so I'm assuming with the NCAA rules, you have to be on track to be a junior. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're a red shirt, um, which I don't think he was. And let him finish, get his mental health together. Maybe do some like counseling sessions while he's there as well. You need to go see this counselor three days a week, and you need to unpack whatever it is that's causing you to act the way you act. That's what Kirby can do for him. That is what these coaches can do for these players that are done doing for them. If that makes sense, you say you care about these kids. Take care of these kids once they aren't in your sight. He needs somebody to help him. Okay, bring them back, get them together then put him back in the NFL. Dude belongs in the NFL. He is a beast, but it is something going on with him to why he feels the need to not focus. It's not that it's I can say that it's not that hard. Work out, earn your paycheck. You're getting paid millions. But you want to jump off of balconies, get DUIs, that's silly. You throwing away your career and it's handed to you on a platter. Coach Smart, I know you're never going to listen to this, but somebody that knows Coach Smart, pass it on to him. Help Isaiah. Please help him. But overall, I'm looking forward to the draft um, this week, and we'll see. And I'm definitely – Falcons, I have my eye on you, okay? We've discussed this in, in length. Do not fumble the bag, okay? <laughs> you only have two options for me, Cal Pitts, Justin Fields. That's it. You need to bring – you need to have a quarterback, okay? So I don't really care who it is, but Justin Fields, I think, fits what the Atlanta fans like. I think talent, getting uh, coached and getting pointers and getting molded by Matt Ryan is the best thing you can do for him. Um, it's mm, – yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I hope everybody has a wonderful week. I will see you guys back on Thursday Thursday. I do get my second vaccine on Wednesday, um, so I'm not real sure what that looks like as far as symptoms symptoms are concerned. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to um, not feel really bad and be able to chop it up with you guys on Thirsty Thursday. Um, but you know, after I get the vaccine, I don't drink. I have to drink a lot of Gatorade, um, like they advise. But anywho, you guys have a good week. Stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs>